spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Oh, Scott Ritchie, our basketball beat writer, has showed up in the podcast booth for Inside of Illini Basketball wearing a headband. Explain yourself. What well, seems that Rutgers transfer Paul Mulcahy is a hot topic in Illinois basketball circles. Now, there's not necessarily a scholarship to give him right now, but teams usually find a way if they're that interested. All right, Ritchie will... Break down the headband-wearing Rutgers star, likelihood of him winding up here at State Farm Center. He'll talk scheduling. He'll talk recruiting this week's podcast, Inside Line of Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Uh, good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome back to Inside the Line Eye Basketball, which promises to be a special edition today because already Scott Ritchie is playing the part. He's shown up here in the podcast booth with a headband, uh, tight shorts, and he tripped Ed Bond on the way in, and it looked purposeful to me. Scott, why, why the look and the actions? You know, just channeling my inner Paul Mulcahy, of course. He is the topic du jour of Illinois basketball circles. Um, Just disregard the fact that as long as Jeremiah Williams' commitment is taken into account, there are no scholarships to give Paul Mulcahy. But uh, teams, if they want to make a move, they tend to find a way. Don't be a Debbie Downer here, Paul. Paul Mulcahy's on the block. He's there. He's available. You find a way to do it, don't you? I mean... It would be an interesting move, namely because of the reception Paul Mulcahy has received at State Farm Center every time you know he came with his Rutgers team. Um, if he wasn't being booed every time he touched the ball, uh, the Orange Crush mostly were chanting "F you, Paul" mm. most of the game. So, but that those feelings tend to shift. He's one of those guys like you hate him if he's not on your team, but. You embrace him if he is. Um, Would, for at least next year, solve the point guard problem. Um, He's not maybe your prototypical point guard necessarily, uh, but 6'6", has great size, is a really good defender. That's beside the point. But he did, over the last two seasons, at Rutgers average 5.1 assists per game. Like He turned into a really good facilitator. And... Most importantly, he's available. He entered the transfer portal after going through the NBA draft process, You know, decided to return to school, but since he had 
graduated from Rutgers. Um, he jumped in the portal. Uh, I mean, obviously after the transfer window closed, but it didn't matter because he's going to be a graduate transfer. He can do what he wants. Um, another blow, though, to Rutgers, losing Paul McKay and Cam Spencer that way. Uh, well, that takes them down several notches mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. Is it, can they go any farther down? I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News, realist in this podcast. Rutgers we have, hater. In this we podcast. have a Rutgers sympathizer next to me. His name is Scott Rich. He has been for a number of years. I just really like Steve Peichel. Yeah, he's done. You know, you make the Final Four year after year, and you win Big Ten titles year after year. I can understand why, oh, he hasn't. But he turned. No, nope, I don't want to hear about it. Not bottom today. dwelling Rutgers. Not today, Satan. <laughs> into. A competitive team, and he has a five-star committed in the class of 2024 mm. and could get a commitment possibly from the number one rated player in the class of 2024 and Dylan Harper, younger brother of Ron Harper Jr. of Rutgers fame and obviously son of Ron Harper Sr. All right, this is Inside the Line of Basketball for the next half hour. Uh, Jim Rosso, Scott Ritchie will weigh in on all things Big Ten hoops. Ed Bond is our executive producer. This show does not stop over the summer even though Scott Ritchie does stop over the summer, as we found out in late May. I'm when you, fairly certain you stopped at one when, point before I did. When you bailed on Matt Daniels, he was a beaten man when you returned. I don't know if you saw the look on his face saying, I can't do this because, you know, beat writers are built differently. I'm complimenting you, I, maybe. Scott Ritchie. <laughs> I'm searching in there for the compliment. <laughs> All right, Richie, I hope you picked up your Sunday print edition of the News Gazette because I'm staring at about three pages of college basketball, just what I want to read, and I'm being serious. All right. When you say, and here's what I'm confused by, Scott Richie. You keep saying there's a point guard problem. I keep getting texts from a Jay Williams, and I just got another text from a T. Rogers saying, I'm your point guard, and there's no problem. Jeremiah Williams could be the point guard, except Illinois, beyond retweeting his tweet that he committed, has not officially added him to the roster. Uh, There's obviously questions about where he'll be health-wise coming off of an Achilles injury last October, and there's this sticky little issue where he has to get a waiver to play right away, no matter where he ends up, because this is his second transfer in three years, and the NCAA is trying to, I guess, I don't know, they're trying to curtail it. They're not going to curtail it because it's going to happen, but they're trying to add back a layer of control, I suppose, uh, by enforcing the one-time transfer rule. So we'll see what happens. If If all things are cleared for Jeremiah Williams from health to obviously being able to play next season, I think... That answers the the point guard question. Ty Rogers, I'm not opposed to some minutes of point to tie. I just don't think right now that Ty Rogers, if if he's like your full time point guard, I don't know that that's the best use of his skill set or the best thing for the team. So there there is a, still a point guard question. It's why Paul McKay Again, is the topic du jour. Yeah, that's when I think of point guards, I think of Paul Mulcahy. Or Wait, not. Did you miss the part where like he averages like five assists per game? Like, yeah, I just, 
Illinois do doesn't need like a point guard like Ayo Desumu, who's also going to be your leading scorer and do everything. They have Terrence Shannon. They need someone that can run an offense because they didn't have that last year at all. And Paul Mulcahy could do that for you. Or Jeremiah Williams. All right, is it just Illinois fans, uh, or is this uh, this happen at every campus in America when a high-profile player goes into the portal or announces he's moving on, they think they deserve him? Pretty sure by scouring social media last week that Paul Mulcahy was a lock to <laughs> you come would to think Illinois. So. And there's even you know one of the, the Rutgers beat writers you know, wrote something like five possible destinations for Paul Mulcahy included Illinois. Um the NIL piece of that. Okay. Still doing like, well. That pool of money is not, to be, I mean, not empty. We don't know like actual numbers, so we don't know. But okay. for Illinois, really the it's NIL usage maybe in the biggest way has been in retaining players, not necessarily in adding players. I mean you look at basketball like Terrence Shannon Jr., Coleman Hawkins. NIL was used to as part of the the sway to get them to come back for another year. Football, same thing with Keith Randolph and Johnny Newton. Um, but everyone talks about Illinois being in a, a player in the NIL space, so there must be no one actually has any numbers to back that up. It's just sort of a, this feeling, this thought. But it's part of it. Um, but I, don't, I mean, my view of things is skewed because my social media life i guess um is very illinois centric so i see more of that than anything else but i think there's programs that have fan bases like illinois that think every transfer is going to come play for their school um but Illinois fans they certainly are there in that space it seems like it to me as sort of a neutral observer Scott Ritchie writes every morning, 6 a.m., com. Check that out. It's gold. Uh, besides his many radio appearances, his uh, print work, his uh, website work, he talked to five experts uh, for their thoughts on uh, Illinois over the weekend, and all of five basically said the same thing. They're a four or five seed, thanks to the return of Shannon and Hawkins. No one went any farther than that. Really, you talk to Andy Katz, Seth Davis, John Rothstein, John, uh, Joe Lenardi, and David Cobb. What'd you get out of those conversations, Mister Ritchie? Just that the—I mean, really—Terrence Shannon Jr., Coleman Hawkins coming back—the biggest part of the offseason. Right. Illinois. I mean, no one said Final Four though, unless I missed it. No, and no, no one said Big Ten title. Well, Andy Katz said that they're a contender, but Purdue. And Michigan State are mm-hmm. the favorites. Okay. I mean, Purdue, obviously, because they won the Big Ten regular season and tournament titles last year with Zach Eady and a bunch of complimentary to an extent pieces. Um, and all those guys are back, including Zach Eady. So it's going to make them a, a tough out. Michigan State has some really interesting mix of returning players and then some top notch incoming freshmen. So I get why they are maybe considered ahead of Illinois. But. I mean, this is where Illinois used to be as a program. In the NCAA tournament, top quarter, top third of the Big Ten every year. So 
then I mean it just creates more expectations to do more, especially in the in in the NCAA tournament. But there, uh, you know, Brad Underwood kind of talked about it, just just get another bite of the apple. If you're in it, you can win it. You just have to win six games in a row. All right, Richie's working Sunday. Here's the most interesting thing, and I know you're really sharp at math. You like crunching numbers, right? Despite your your your, your Rika and EIU education. Oh man. You're kind of good at it. I'm pretty sure we have some listeners that might have been involved in my Eureka EIU in and EIU education. Yeah, say that hard. It's your Eureka. Yeah. It's a tongue twister. I was actually good at math. I, I'm complimenting you. Um, I like it n- more now when the numbers are crunched for me. Like Ken Pomeroy Bartorvik does it. Yeah. I have my, my account. I love EIU. By the way, our newest staff writer, Luke Taylor. Proud EIU product. Doing a bang up job one week on the in the newsroom. Good for him. And I would also like to have a shout out to Robin Ritchie, who not only uh, raised you right, but visited for our open house last week. Yeah, she said she really enjoyed seeing all that is the News Gazette. How about that, Ed Bond? We had celebrities. Thanks to the uh, hundreds of community members, some basketball types. Derek Burson and the gang showed up. President Tim Colleen. That's where I'm at in life. I'm, I'm mentioning the SIDs ahead of the presidents. Well. All right. Is, it, something, is that so wrong? Basketball school. That's right. I mean, golf school than basketball school. But Brad Underwood tweeting about golf because the the dude who won yesterday is dating his daughter <laughs> as he should. Yeah, uh Adrian Dumont de Chassart made his Corn Ferry Tour debut. It's sort of like the AAA okay. PJ Tour. Um shot like 100 under. It was 20, maybe 20 something. I don't know. It was it's a like, lot. It's like uh, me on Wii Golf, basically birdieing every hole. Yeah. But debut and a win. Steve Stricker also got a win in the Champions tour uh mike small played in the same event as stricker finished i think tied for 22nd maybe in the money is this becoming your new like football thing where i can't get you to shut up during a basketball podcast about football and now it's i can't all it is is golf yeah maybe okay football i got a bunch of recruits i saw over the weekend (laughs) can i talk about them or just brief go ahead you're going to anyway Let's get it over with. Big official visit weekend for Illinois. A dozen plus recruits on campus. Uh, commitments so far from Demetrius John, a three-star defensive lineman out of Ohio, um, from Dublin, Ohio, which is, I don't really know where it's at. Um, it's in Ohio. Been there. And then um, Easton Baker, three-star linebacker out of Utah, was committed to BYU, reopened his recruitment. Take visited. that, Cougars. Visited over the weekend and committed. And then tonight, Luke Williams, Naperville North, why did she a four-star recruit, will pick between Illinois and Purdue. So that's mm. interesting. All right. The Luke Williams I relate to is from beautiful Hume, Illinois. Walk on at Illinois for Lon Kruger's teams. I've been, I've been to Hume. I, I talk basketball. We can get back to it. You we sure? were talking about math, you sure? I think, and then we went way down the rabbit hole. You tried to split up the minutes. There's uh, not, there's the not enough. 
That's what your math tells you. That's what my math tells me. 200 is not enough. Well, explain yourself. Play overtime. Explain yourself. Game. Well, there's 200 minutes to be had from five starters, five star- or five players on the court at least at all times. And Illinois might have too many players is what it is. And, you know, 13 scholarships spoken for right now. I imagine that will be the case whether it's whoever, Paul McKay, he's in the mix. I don't know. They're going to have 13 guys. And you can't play thir- – I mean, you can. I guess there's no one stopping you from playing all 13 players, but not including the walk-ons. But it's not really the best option. And Brad Underwood hasn't gone that deep in his time at Illinois. Like, his first his first season for sure, it was a 10-man rotation. Um, his second season – basically a 10-man rotation. I mean, it was eight for sure, then ninth and 10th still played quite a bit um, comparatively. But the rotation has shrunk as the team has gotten better, and that happens. And at some point, like, you just play your best players more. That process maybe won't be so easy this coming season because Brad Underwood wanted an old team, and he got it. And those guys expect to play. And some of them aren't going to play as much as they did at their previous spots. And then what do you do with the freshmen? You're working yourself into a dither already, Scott Reggie. Well, I don't right. have to. Like that's that's Brad Underwood's job mm-hmm. over the next few months is to figure that out. But it's not so straightforward. I mean, the only the straightforward part is play Terrence Shannon and play Coleman Hawkins as much as. They can, you can. You say they're old. Maybe it's like a NBA old where you need rest days and games where you take off for load management. Why I not? These I are, would argue the NBA players don't need load management because all of the things that are afforded them in terms of rehab and recovery, and Illinois has a lot of those. Like they redid Ubin and have an entire like recovery space with cryotherapy and infrared therapy and I don't know what other kinds of therapy but and these guys are also like still in their early 20s I imagine they can play a 31 game schedule without much trouble Ed Bond uh, our Rand McNally expert in the podcast booth uh, quickly uh, found where Dublin's at basically it's a suburb of Columbus I kind of knew that okay so why here you are talking football again. <laughs> Why did the guy not go to Ohio State? We didn't have an offer from Ohio State, okay. so that makes checking it, makes it tough to commit when they'd be like, "No." All right. Well, Illinois has got to get its roster in, uh, in place before next season after after seeing the schedule that was released. Twenty twenty four would be tricky. Yeah, got to be loaded. Here you are. All right. Can we get back to basketball? Can we? Thank you. You uh, listed your starting five in Sunday's News Gazette. No surprises, really, as you've uh, you've kind of talked about this. Anything you want to mention? Luke Goody keeps getting looked over. That's how. That's my read. He's the forgotten man. I mean, I'd start him. Brad Underwood said he was going to. Yeah. Last year, before the the foot right. injury. So now he's he's like your eighth guy. Do you know what you're talking about or not? Or are you just <laughs> throwing darts? Um, in June, everyone's throwing darts. Because I got a text from a B. Underwood saying, 
get your beat rider under control. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I th- if I were like texting him, like trying to get golf updates, then maybe you could get me under control. I was not. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe Luke Goody starts instead of. Did I have Marcus Damask in the strike? Yeah, you did. Yeah, maybe Luke, Luke starts over Marcus. You think? Maybe here it is Monday, and you're you're finally coming to your senses. Unfortunately, this already printed. Oh well, whoops. I can't call the press and say stop the presses. Richie's made another boneheaded mistake. That's what I do. Sorry, but Robin. There's yeah. I think you said you were going to be nicer <laughs> last week. Um, no, it's again like they've got a on paper a deep roster with a lot of experience. Um, Here's the thing, though. You can't keep 13 guys happy. There you go. Back to the math. Like, the math's not difficult because there's only 200 minutes. And someone or someone's plural aren't going to play as much as they think they should or they want to. Or maybe you have a team that doesn't get waylaid by that stuff. And they just go win a bunch of games. I don't know because this is a... I mean, with obviously some returning guys, but it's also a lot of newcomers, again, um, to a roster. So it's a bit like last year where it's gonna there's going to be a feeling out process, which gets underway this week. Summer school is starting. Not everybody's here. Transfers are still not on campus, from what I understand. But the freshmen are here. Amani Hansberry, Drake Gibbs-Lawhorn, uh, Marcus Damask is here. Terrence Shannon, Coleman Hawkins, like all those guys. Like the core, obviously the returning players. So it begins now, and, you know, July will be big because they get some actual practices. You know, So like in June, they only get eight hours a week, and part of that time will be spent with Adam Fletcher. So it's just, uh, I mean, the offseason is still going in a way because maybe the roster isn't 100% solidified but like the off season's also over like it's kind of flip the page and start preparing for next year next season all right uh enjoyed reading from lauren tate his love of champagne urbana why he didn't move on also in sunday's news gazette where he points out that uh, illinois can't be considered a football school yet because they're offering priority basketball access to students who buy football season tickets yeah. Smart. Yeah, because people want, like, want basketball tickets. I don't know that the demand is so high for football. Like, And if you go off of all the emails that I've gotten about football ticket deals, like, they're still semi-desperately trying to get people in the, the stadium. Mm-hmm. Basketball? Like, they got to tell people, I'm sorry, there's not enough room. Like, they'll fill the place because there have been – I mean, for a stretch there, there were not sellouts. Very long stretch, but, like, it's that's become the norm. I think season tickets go on sale today. Is that correct? Yes. 12th? Yeah. Uh, Richie will be updating us on that. Uh, maybe he'll set a record. There's still uh, interest remains high despite the NCAA shortcomings. So there. Basketball school. Yeah. All right. Um uh, 
you like the Nuggets to roll tonight, I assume? You're, we're doing that, right? I think so. Okay. I mean, the Heat have obviously pulled off some surprises in the playoffs already, including one against the Nuggets, but like Denver's too talented. All right. Um, uh, looking forward to that NBA draft. Don't have any Illinois people to worry about anymore. Not current Illinois right. people. Brandon Pajemski will be drafted. So okay, that does nothing can, for me. Uh, there's some. I've gotten emails about like how could they have ever let him go? Yeah, whatever. I mean, it was kind of a clear mutual thing. Like Illinois recruited a bunch of guards. They wanted to play, and Brandon Pajemski saw that, and he's like, I want to actually play, and went to Santa Clara, followed the Jalen Williams route, and became an immediate NBA draft pick. Maybe not quite as high as Jalen Williams, but a draft pick. All right. Whatever. You go ahead and watch that draft. Oh, I mean, I will. I always watch the okay. NBA draft. Uh, give me some recruiting updates. Uh, that They still play AAU, correct? I mean, it's um, still going on. Team camp's still going on. Things well, like, yeah, like that. June is more like right. high school month. Um, like this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Riverside-Brookfield shootout, kind of the premier summer event in the state. Um, not all that many Illinois targets playing because several of them have transferred out of the state. Um, but Merez Johnson will be there with Thornton since he left St. Rita. Um, and Phoenix Gill, St. Ignatius team is also playing there. So a couple recruits of note. But um, like this past weekend was the Nike Elite 100 camp. It's some for more of the younger, like 20, class of 2024, 20, 25 prospects. Um, about a dozen Illinois targets were there, uh, including Alex Alston out of Kenwood. Um Jeremiah Fears was there. I mean, obviously, he's no longer at Juliet West. He's going to Sunrise Christian. Um, but just some, just one of those other, you know, events that, you know, happened during the summer and just for these guys to kind of get their name out there a little more. Why'd your BCC All-Stater jump ship? From what? Bloomington Central Catholic to some private school. Why do you, go, why do you leave? Your guy. You yeah, guy I'm not all, sure. You were always talking about him. I'm not sure Cole Serta was ever really like my guy. No, he was your guy. Okay. I, um, I mean, it's the same reason Okay. all these guys leave. It's just like to play a higher level of competition. Come on. Hey, uh, we talked. Uh, we touched on the football scheduling uh, of last week. Uh, do you get a sense of how the basketball scheduling will play out with UCLA and USC? Um, the last that Brett Underwood talked about that, they didn't have any idea, and the coaches were not thrilled about that because they'd like to know. Um, but now the football's finished, I think you know they can, I guess, move on to basketball. They're not going to add any games to the Big Ten schedule, I wouldn't think. So it's still a 20-game schedule. Just be imbalanced between the number of teams you play twice, number of teams you play once. But... Uh, I think they'd have – because unlike football where it's just like one trip, you play, you come home, like would imagine they'd try and pair UCLA-USC together, 
like say one of them plays Illinois, one plays Northwestern, then flip flop it three days later or whatever. Um, maybe you know teams that are going out west play them both back to back because you this is there's more. I don't know, there's, there's, there's more travel involved in a way, but also like when it happens because like you play on a Wednesday night in Los Angeles and then you've got a game. This would be, be the worst case scenario. Then like you got a Saturday game in Piscataway. Like that's going cross country twice maybe in a week. And no, they, that's not good for you. They have, they have jets now. They're not taking the Amtrak, Scott Ritchie. Okay, it's... Yeah, it's but then I, everyone tells me these are still student athletes. That's a lot of time out of the classroom. <laughs> You're going all Lauren Tate on me, taking the train to the Rose Bowl. I think that'd be enjoyable. Yeah, you would like it. I like the it train. It kind of fits your pace, you know, just to chill, look out the window, have a nice cold drink. Yeah, going yeah. through Colorado. You haven't said anything I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you and Ed Bond, our, our Amtrak expert, can pair yeah. up. So I mean, like, something has to be like, be done. Does it? You know what has to be done is the Big Ten tournament will be played in Los Angeles pretty darn soon. Basketball, we're talking, of course. Well, what I think, I mean, I think a compromise just played in Las Vegas with like the six other conference tournaments in yeah. Las Vegas. It's still almost as far, but it's a uh, hmm. Or, call me crazy, they do have airplanes. It's played in Indianapolis every year. Hmm. I don't think, I mean, like, Chicago is fine. All right. Indy is like, it's the perfect setup. It is. As a Hoosier, I'm I'm just nodding my head in, in approval. Scott Reggie, thank you. But I don't think that's going to happen, because obviously next, right. this coming season's in Minneapolis, and then I just, I think that, how many are they booked out? Do you do you know on the top of your head? Or? I think that's the as far as they've gone. Because L.A. happens, probably. I'm just telling you, play it at the whatever the Staples Center is. Yeah, now. the Clippers aren't they building their own too? So yeah, maybe. Yeah, two options. Yeah, it'll be fun. Crypto dot com is that right? I don't know. Staples Center. All right. Anything else, Scott Ritchie? Well, I got you here. I know you're data free mostly during the summer. Yeah, data free. Uh, I mean, schedule wise, like. It's not officially official because the contracts aren't signed, but Illinois is going to, I think like I mentioned before, host a multi-team event right here in Champaign. Um, it's the Illini Classic, but not the Illini Classic. In fact, it's officially the Joseph J. Biggs Invitational because uh, Joey Biggs, who's the assistant athletic director for basketball, does all the operation stuff. He sets it up, and that was the name for the first one during the COVID year, and it's stuck. Um, but they're going to host uh, Valparaiso, the return of Roger Powell. Um, I'm going to host Western Illinois because Brad Underwood coached there for a decade. I don't know if that's the reason, but it's just the only tie. And then they'll host Southern University, not SIU, but Southern from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, because they needed a third team. Hmm. And they've been here before. They know the way to Champaign. All right. It'd be great to see Roger Powell back uh on the sidelines. Yeah. Interesting about that. All three teams have new coaches this year. Oh. Excellent. 
All right. Uh, follow along with Richie, of course, on Twitter. Uh, and every morning, 6 a.m., check his stuff out. Tell him uh, the good work that he's doing. How about that? Yeah, or you can just tell me how much you don't like what I've done. That's okay. fine, too. Yeah. I'm e- open to feedback. Equal opportunity. All right, Scott Ritchie, great hearing from you. We'll talk to you next Monday.